Hey guys, we are Bad Moms in Business. I'm Bridget Robertson. I'm Amanda Sharp. And I'm Danielle Monahan. we're going to continue our little series of things we wish we knew before. And today is before becoming a mom. Yeah. Mm. So I think having kids, there's such a learning curve and there's things that you don't even think about before they're here. And then they're here and something happens. You're like, I didn't, I never, I didn't plan for this. I didn't think this was going to be a thing. So I'm excited to dive into that. Um, but first, what's going on? What's new? Anybody have anything exciting? I do. I know you do. I do. Tell us. I bought a house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. This oh. background, this sound audio will be going away in a couple of weeks. I don't know for sure when. But I'm so excited to have my own filming space. It's going to be a nice, small, condensed room. So the audio acoustics should be killer. Mm. I'm pumped. You should be. Like, you've really – not that your your opportunity to be – you know, your transitional yes. housing was on point. Couldn't yes. have been any better. Nope. But your own space is always what's desired. So we're so excited for you. <sighs> I'm so excited. So do you have the keys yet? Yes, we do. Okay. So we were giving occupancy. It was supposed to be like two weeks of occupancy. And then they told us at closing, we'll be out today. So this was on Thursday. This was last Thursday. Closed down our house. They said that they would be out at some point um, that night. But so we figured we wouldn't go there that day at all. And then Friday, we went on a little mini vacation. So we actually didn't see the house at all until yesterday. Mm. I'm so excited. And just like going through the house, it was all empty and stuff, but just like to know that it's ours now is so different. Hey, so you did a reel the other day, which mm-hmm. you're really killing it on your reel. So like, I just want to publicly like acknowledge yeah. that because I know you've been putting a lot of effort into it. I have. And they, you know, being looked at and stuff, it makes me panicky. So yes. Yeah. And so for many reasons, I'm just so proud of you. You, you did a reel about like open houses. Yes. <laughs> was that in the house? No, that was in my mom's house. That was oh, okay. In my okay. I was like, oh, is that like a sneak peek of it? So I was curious. <laughs> I nope. to ask. That's my mom's house. That's I it. actually had the same question. So that's funny. So <laughs> when, when are you, when are you moving in? Like, are you in the middle of it? Are you guys doing stuff before you move in? Why are you not already moving in. I need to know all of it. Okay. So 90% of our stuff is in storage. Right. Um, and it is packed, completely packed. So we've been trying to figure out if we are going to uproot our lives completely and move all at once, or if we're going to kind of take our time and do this slowly to not disrupt. Obviously it's not really so much about us. It's about Watson. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I think we're going to do, we haven't completely ironed this out, but what I think we're going to do is we are, our lives right now with work are so Mm -hmm. packed. This week is insane. Mm -hmm. So what I think we're going to do is take some time this weekend, go over there, clean some stuff, organize some things that we can bring over ourselves. And then next week we're going to hire movers for everything in the storage unit. We're still going to leave everything here at my mom's. We'll still come here for, you know, 
nap times, sleeping, things like that. And then we're going to get everything either decluttered because I would like to get rid of at least half of what is in that storage unit right now. We don't need it. We haven't been using it for six months. It's gone. It goes. Which Mm. had already been reduced as it was. So, Mm -hmm. wow. Yep. Is there there anything in there that I want? I will let you know. (laughs) Tell me what you want because it goes. You know, she doesn't want the Harry Potter books. (laughs) No, you can have those. (laughs) Can't get rid of those. Good question. And then after that, I think we'll move this stuff in my mom's. Like once we get all of that stuff organized, put away. That's what I want to do. Brandon's kind of pushing the other way is just like, let's just do it and get it over with. But it's, we've moved so much over the last year that to do that again, I don't. I can see both sides and the pros and cons to both sides, Mm -hmm. but the fact that you have choices just again, is such a blessing. So it it, it really is for you. I can't wait. So in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have a new setup. I'm so excited. We've been, so there's a room in the house that we were thinking about using for our office. And then Brandon's like, why don't you just like make that your space? Like you don't have anything just for you that like Watson isn't tearing up. That doesn't have all of my stuff in it. And so I think that's what I'm going to do is like that front room is just going to be my space for podcasting and working and any of the nerdy things that I want to do, puzzles, whatever. I'm so excited. And I think I'm going to call it my laboratory. Oh, (laughs) I love it. That is so perfect. Brandon came up with it. I can't, I can't take the credit. Like check in at the laboratory. Like, you know what I mean? Like laboratory. That's so great. I almost said laboratory. 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 That's so fun. That is fun. So that's my news. To see the tour. <sighs> so exciting. I, I can, can I just share? I saw a TikTok yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was about double chins. Oh, okay. tell me all about it. What do I do? I'm not like, I can't find it again. So if one of our listeners can find it, like you guys, I was in the <gasps> position. Is it what I think it is? Is it the, the, the squeeze? Yes. And then you. Yes. And okay. I was, Okay. I was laying down, which is not a flattering anyone. Nope. Almost no. already knows what I'm talking about. Like there was just, so yeah. I watched it and I was like, that can't be true. And I was convicted by the person who duetted it because I was like, where'd it go? So I was laying down and I did said exercise. Did it work? It was gone. I turned my camera around and I was like, Bridget. I was like, she's like, you're lying. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. It did, but it tucked it in. It it facelifted me or something. I don't know. And my lay down double chin hurts. Was gone. So I'm not. I don't think that you're lying. I don't think it's congestion, which is what this TikTok says. Fear, fear. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're lying. But it could be fluid or something. You know what I mean? Sure. No. But here's the thing. I don't. I don't like to just like put myself in pain and it looks painful. It looks awkward. That didn't feel good. I'm not yeah. I, I don't want to do it. I would, I would rather just, you know, either a look like this, not really, or B, I don't know, like put the fork down a few minutes before I typically would and just lose it naturally. This, this is like pushing it and, and it's not, it's not permanent, right? Like it just comes mm-hmm. back the next day. Listen, 
if it if my choices are put a fork down or do a little tuggy too, I'm a tuggy tuggy too. <laughs> and keep my fork up. <laughs> okay. Do you guys remember when we did our favorite things? Mm-hmm. I had these two skincare things, one that you roll and then the green gua sha. So that's the similar, that's the similar concept, except the gua sha is supposed to be a very easy, light, like you don't want to put too much pressure on your skin. Mm -hmm. So here's my issue with, I think that I saw that TikTok as well. I must've seen it somewhere. So here's my issue with this. I do think it works. It works in the short term because you do Mm -hmm. have fluid buildup in your lymphatic system and stuff. You have lymphatic drainage and stuff like that. It just happens. And that's why I like Sometimes you're puffy in the morning and things like that. So I think that these tools work. The reason that I like the tools better as opposed to doing things like this, you are tugging on your skin. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and you are doing that. If if anybody does that long term, you are doing damage. Mm-hmm. The end. My my chin's so, gonna be down to like here. yeah, so, like. Do you have a an extra guasha in your um, storage unit? <laughs> well, I can look. I might honestly. When I did it, I was like, interesting. And I didn't do it super hard, if I'm being honest. Like, I was feeling it out. And I could definitely feel, like, some, like, movement of whatever it was moving. And I thought, like like you said, like, if I wake up, like, my eyes might be a little puffy Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And after I shower and rub my face and wash it, like, it does help work it out. So, Mm -hmm. in theory – I, I understood the concept after I thought about it a little mm-hmm. bit more. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just thought, like, the next time we get pictures done, you better believe we're all going to be yes. doing it. Right, right, right. So <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say that I'm okay with it in short-term uses. Fair. But I'm going to add one more caveat to it. And I think you need to be extremely moisturized and or put a straight oil on your face in order to make your Agreed. hands kind of glide. Glide. For now, sure. That's the thing with those two tools that I use is you really want to make sure your face is coated before you're doing it because you, especially like near your eyes, you you do not want tugging. Mm -mm. For Mm -hmm. sure. Almost massaging it would be more appropriate, like -hmm. like massaging it that way. Have you guys heard of those suction cups? Yeah. Like people would do them on their back and stuff. There are ones for your face that people do for your face (gasps) as well. And they take them like in the same... Kind but of. does it leave the mark like it does on your back? As long as you don't leave it actually suctioned in one spot, like the ones on your back are so strong. They usually use some form of like heat or flame yes. or something and they leave them sit there to like collect it all up before they move it down with the ones on your face. I don't have them, but from what I've read, you just are supposed to apply them and then immediately start moving it. Like you don't want to let it, it sit there. Makes sense. Interesting. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just the more I started digesting it, I understood like the point behind it. So I think I should have listened to you during your, our favorite thing podcast recording and probably got stuff like that, but it took me a TikTok video to see like the double chin disappearing. (laughs) And I was like, sold, get me some rollers. (laughs) I agree. Interesting. That's, that's that's all I have to share it last night, you guys last night. And I just, it was when I was laying down after all day too. It was like, darn. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It was crazy. (laughs) So anything happening with you, Bridget? (laughs) Nothing nearly as exciting as, as what's going on with you guys. This double chin removal, buying a house. (laughs) Um, I got a new solar light this week. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 
I might have gotten gotten two. One's a leopard. One's a flamingo. Oh, my. No big deal. They don't even belong in the same environment. They're on my my deck. And the the leopard is next to my couch on the deck. And the flamingo is in the corner with another flamingo. Your deck Mm -hmm. looks beautiful, by the way. Your setup is stunning. Thank you so much. Did you put that on your Instagram page? I don't think you did. You should probably do that for any of our listeners who wanted to go there and take a peek. It's so you, but it just seems like a nice sanctuary for, Mm. yeah, the summer. Mm. When you posted that, I legitimately thought that you posted something from Pinterest yeah, yeah. Until I read what it said. I'm not Curious. even kidding you. Curious. I showed it to Brandon before I even read what you had posted before I even realized it was yours. Wow. And are those cushions new? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, man, those kitchens are, oh, those cushions are so crisp. I put my butt in one like right away and it's already kind of shifting a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It just, it looks so crisp. It was the perfect photo. Well done. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. I will share it on my Instagram now that you've given me the do license it. to do so. I will. I mean, I come to serve. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, Things that we wish we knew before we became moms. Who wants to go first? Does someone have something like right off the bat? I I do. If I can throw one in just because you guys are going to take it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of serious. No, I feel like very strongly. I wish I knew that. Um, no matter how I thought it was going to go, it would go differently. Mm. Oh, that's like, don't have a roadmap because the minute you have any type of roadmap, I think in your life, like have a vision of where you want to be, but like, Mm -hmm. don't be so strict about the way to get there. You know, I think if you can just take that pressure off because every step of the journey to becoming a mom, no matter what way you have to take to become a mom, I think is just it's never as expected. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, that's good. That's such a good one. Thanks. So that's good. Why I wanted to claim it. Yeah. <laughs> so true, though, in every aspect, but especially parenthood. It's, oh, that's so good. And think of the plans we lay in place when we don't even know our child yet. We know our child, but mm-hmm. like Bridget can speak to it because she's got the two that they're so different. You know, you don't know so what type. You know, you didn't know Watson was going to be a Watson. Nope. You knew Watson mm-hmm. was going to be a Watson, but not what type of Watson. Right. No. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to see Watson become Watson. And I had no idea Owen was going to be the Owen that he is. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change it for the world, but yep. I just never even envisioned it. So I think how could we prepare when we don't even know the personality that those sweet babies are going to be? Mm, Very that's fair. Good. That's good. What about you, Danielle? Do you have something? I do. Um, So there is a lot of advice out Mm. there. Mm. And a lot of times it's very unsolicited. Oh, gosh. Preach. And you don't have to listen to everybody out there. You will ask five different people Mm. about a specific crib or how you should breastfeed or you know, what kind of food you should start introducing or how you should do it. And you will get five different answers every single time people. And I try to be very conscious of myself doing this. I feel like parents love nothing more than to 
give advice about how it went for them. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Amanda, every kid is so different. Mm -hmm. So just trust your gut a little bit, trust your instincts, have your go-to people that you know that you can rely on them for judgment-free advice. Yes. But don't, don't pay attention to the masses because it's overwhelming. I think so overwhelming. hit two words that are very important, unsolicited and judgment-free. I think mm-hmm. those are huge takeaways from what you just said, because if someone's listening and they, and mama has not asked for advice, please just don't start spewing it. Mm-hmm. Please. It's not necessary. It's not. And then if so, if a mama is asking you for your advice, please let the response be out of love in mm-hmm. unjudgmental space. Absolutely. So good words. Good. Oh, I love it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bridget, what, what you got for us? So this one actually just came to me. Um, how important it is to have friends as a mother who have mm-hmm. kids of the same age um I can't tell you how many times I have called upon a friend or I have been called upon as a friend like Mm. hey I know you're picking up Aaron can you grab Bob too and drop Mm. Bob off absolutely or hey um Aaron is supposed to be at soccer practice but Jace is supposed to be at karate and Chris is at work can you grab Aaron and I'll pick him up and I'll drop the boy like just to have a friend or friends that you can call on. It's invaluable. Invaluable. 100%. I know the, the term it takes a village is so cliche, but mm-hmm. it's exactly so true. Mm-hmm. You need that village of people that can be in the places that you can't be because you can only be in one place at one time. And it- yeah. And honestly, it's I'm so thankful because I have friends that have children, but friends that I've grown up with that have, have kids of similar ages, but we don't live in the same school district. We don't, we're not doing the same activities. So I'm so thankful that as an adult, I've been able to make new adult friends who have kids in my school district or in our activity, um, in our subdivision so Mm -hmm. that I can call on them and vice versa. So It's so important. Can I I throw in a piece of conversation to that? Because Marta had our our Marta from Edibility. We just adore her. Um, Mm -hmm. She had made a post because she just represents that military community so much. Mm -hmm. And she did a post about, you know, if you may be in the military, if you have someone as an emergency contact for your children's school that you might have met in like the commissary. Mm -hmm. Because you might move to a base and not know anyone or a new post and have zero. So I think let's just shout out all of those sweet military mamas out there that are having to recreate that village mm-hmm. every three or four years. Ugh, I can't, I can't imagine. It's hard enough. It really is. When you're stationary, let alone moving mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we, we feel for you mamas out there that are mm-hmm. listening um, that have to do that. And, you know, it's not just military too. There's people who are having to be very nomadic right now to follow jobs and, Absolutely. you know, it's outside of the military is facing that as well. So I think you saying that point though, find your village. It's so important. Mm-hmm. So true. I think I'll kind of piggyback off of what you said a little bit. I think now that I'm in the season that I am of motherhood, I would tell my my past self definitely also befriend people who are not necessarily in that same season as well, because I think it gives you encouragement that those hard seasons don't last forever. Yeah. And those seasons that start to become a little sad and heavy because you're in the season like me that I'm like, Oh my gosh, in a few short years, Owen's going to be 18. I mean, he's got like three and a half more years. You guys like here's almost the tears. And I think it's really important that you have people who've kind of went through that so they can kind of prepare you for Mm -hmm. what some of the feelings are going to be. And I had a sweet friend that I met on Globehouse. But I've known for like six months now, Stacey Sherman, she is through that and she speaks to the anticipation of that event is way harder than the event itself. I believe Mm. that. And those words to me are so encouraging because I feel like I'm so worked up about that time frame that if I know that once I get there, it's not as bad as what my heart may believe it to be. Mm -hmm. That's super, super calming to me. I'm not going to like it, but I'll know that I'll survive it. So I think having, you know, friends that are in those different seasons definitely is super helpful. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That is good. Mm. What about you, Danielle? Anything else jumping out at you? Yeah. So just asking for help. I know we've kind of danced around this a little bit with talking about the, it takes a village and stuff, but like, seriously, I am the worst person to ask for help when I need it. I am just the suffer in silence kind of person, sometimes maybe not so silent either, but like I will just take the world on my shoulders every time. A little stubborn like that. No, no. A little bit, a little bit. But it was almost impossible to do that without breaking when Watson was a newborn. And I just felt like, you know, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to tag this on to a second uh, tip as well is that, and this is just a life tip. Social media is fake. Yes, People only want you to see what they want you to see. And everybody's life looks perfect and it's not. Mm-hmm. And so when I would see all of these people, I knew quite a few people that had kids right around the same time as me. And I would see all of their beautiful photos and everything was going smoothly and all of their funny stories. And then I'm like, wait, this is not their everyday life. They're not posting. Oh, you know, my child isn't eating today and breastfeeding is so hard, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you're not seeing 90% of the stuff that people don't want to post on social media. And so asking for help and realizing that it's okay and stop comparing yourself to everybody else because everybody else's situation is entirely different and it's okay to ask for help. Have a parent come over, a grandparent or a friend or something so you can nap for 20 minutes or take a shower or work, whatever it is. Ask for help. It's okay. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. And you know why women don't post the real, the raw, and the ugly? Because when they do, that judgmental Ooh. lane of people 
come in and the bad moms are here to tell you if we see that type of shenanigans, we're coming for you. That's right. Because we ain't going to tolerate that. Doing it. Well, and I think that that is a good segue into what I was going to say, which. Get it, girl. Get it. Here we go, Amanda. She's like, get uh, ready. Amanda, grab those pearls, girl, because you're going to clutch them. <laughs> Some headphones. <laughs> Here you go. Um, I got my pearls. It is, it is fully okay to be head over heels in love with your child, but not like your child Ooh. in a certain moment. Because there are sometimes. I look at my child who has just rolled his eyes at me (laughs) or stomped Mm -hmm. upstairs or said something sarcastic. I don't know where they get that behavior from. And (laughs) I say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And in that moment, just like, if I could strangle you right now, I would do it. Not really. I won't really strangle my child. I know. We know what you mean. There's so many times where it's just, being a parent is so frustrating and you just want to like shake them and mm-hmm. say like, just knock it off. Just quit. Just be like, quit, stop. And in that moment, you still fully love your child, but you just don't really like their behavior or like their attitude or like much about them in that moment. And then five minutes goes by and everything's rosy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think we put, we have this perception of like, the moment your your child is born, you're going to be so in love and and there nothing is better than being a parent. And sometimes like going out with your friends and forgetting that you have kids for an hour is better than being a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it like you Good for need, your sanity. Yes. You need to know that it's normal to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So I will tell you guys a little story. So Watson is too. We know this. Um, his toddler is showing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I tell him that almost every day. Now we've reached the level of childhood where his sass is coming out full force, loves rolling the eyes, favorite thing, finds it hilarious. Um, says no to everything. So that's been real fun. So I feel (laughs) this in my soul. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Watson, you are testing me. You were testing that patience. You were pushing every button and literally every button, you know, like in the surrounding that he can find, he'll touch everything. He'll push everything is driving me nuts. And I have to keep reminding myself, Danielle, logic doesn't kick in until he's about six. It's fine. Logic mm-hmm. doesn't happen yet. He doesn't understand what he's doing, but boy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, he might not understand it, but that doesn't mean he doesn't enjoy it a little though, because right. they do no enjoyment. <laughs> And they're manipulative. They know. Mm -hmm. They know. He's Mm -hmm. just looking for me to give him a reaction. But he's doing things that weren't a reaction. You know, (laughs) like I can't not react when you're doing something that's completely dangerous. I have to react to that. But now he thinks it's a hilarious game. Being in a four-hour car ride home with a cranky two-year-old who's refusing to eat. mm. Mm -hmm. That's a hard combination. It was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard. a hard combination. Food was how we were going to. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'll be right with you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the there scenes. Behind the scenes. And it was just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so 
food was how I was going to distract him. Oh, I'm all red now. Food was how I was going to distract him on the way home. And it backfired because he wanted nothing to do with it. Mm. That, that's hard. That's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. And I, I think on the flip side, then you have the the type of mom like me who mm-hmm. is ridiculous about like I even somewhat kind of love the little bit of the tantrum because I think that there was a little bit of a he didn't really do a whole lot of tantrums, but there was a little bit of satisfaction when I saw that, like, look at him becoming who he is. Like there was a little bit of that for me. Right. I need so more I of think- that. I think it's okay. Like for the point is not to judge how that type of mother chooses to mother, mm-hmm. you know, because I did not get enjoyment from going for going out and being away from him. Like it actually caused me distress. So sure. for me, I didn't do that. And there were people who judged me mm-hmm. because I was with him too much. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to win, right? You can't no. win. You can't Stop win. judging people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But I just think, I think overall moms are made to feel guilty if yeah you're having a moment where you're like, I can't stand the, the mm-hmm. attitude that is coming out of you, or I can't stand the fact that you continue to open and close that drawer and, and throw stuff all over the living room as toddlers, you know, that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And there's moms that would be like, th- they would find it ridiculous that you could be upset by that. Well, I do. I am. So <laughs> that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And like you said, you love them. You love them. Absolutely. Of course you do. I'm not going to like sell them up the river or anything, but at the same time, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, that the way that we mother is totally coming out. And that's what <laughs> like, makes this combination work. And yeah. I will also tell myself, like, pick the battles, mm-hmm. you know, that you really want to fight because your energy is low during, even though I enjoyed mm-hmm. motherhood very, very much, especially at those young, young ages. That doesn't mean I wasn't sometimes running on fumes. And well, yeah. I would have picked my battles a little bit more wisely. Um not necessarily with Owen, but like the battles, exterior battles, maybe because of Owen. Mm-hmm. I have that conversation with myself about fighting with my husband. There you are. I don't want to just mm-hmm. like say. Like there are his socks again. Yeah. Right there. When the yeah. camera is right there. Pick your battles, Daniel. Pick, Pick your, battles. your battles. He's a good husband. He's a good dad. Pick your battles. I know. I know. And, you know, some of it's when we're hormonal, we're going back to balancing, we're tired. I mean, so we're going to be irritable a little bit. And For sure. I, I have to give Marcus credit. He stayed with me through me being that ridiculous helicopter mom and still am. And for many years, I was so neglectful to giving him like the yeah. attention he deserved as a husband, a good husband and a good father. So sorry, yeah. Marcus, if you happen to ever listen to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he probably won't, but what if he's a closet listener and he listens to every episode? <laughs> yeah, like he Chris. doesn't tell, <laughs> but not my husband. <laughs> I, I, think there's, I think there's another lesson in that too, though, Amanda, is that, um, eventually our kids will leave the house. Mm. If you, in my opinion, if you're a successful parent, you have raised a child who is Mm -hmm. independent and can Mm. go out into the world and 
start their own family if that's what they choose, buy a house, whatever. Like that's the the end goal, right? Um, And when they're gone, you're left with your spouse. Yeah. And if you haven't nurtured that relationship for 18 years, 19, 20, what, you know, however old your child, yeah. your children are. 30, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. I'm just teasing. <laughs> then you're, you're left with a stranger that you no longer know. Yeah. You know, that your, your marriage really has to come first. In, in my opinion, I, it's, hmm. it's, it's something that's really hard to do when you're in the, um, trenches of it. Mm-hmm. How, wouldn't you agree? So yes. it's like, oh, you yeah. might be able to absolutely say that out loud and believe it, but to actually do it is so different. So no different hard. than like, I know I should eat healthy, but let's have mm-hmm. Taco Bell for dinner. Something I'm also it's really, with. really hard. And I will say, cause I'm in a different season now. I wish I could have told myself like marriage will get much better at a later stage after you're you know, Owen's a little bit older because now that he's 14 and he really doesn't want anything to do with me these days because he's so independent, even though I helicoptered him so much, it's fun to be able to kind of put some of the attention that I used to give into Owen into Marcus again. So, you know, we're, we're, at least I'm actively working on being better wife now, but I can do it now. I have a little bit more bandwidth. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Marcus is stuck with me now. What did you say? And I said, I'm kind of bored now, too. So now Marcus is stuck with me. Oh. <laughs> so what happens when Amanda gets bored? <laughs> Marcus gets more smooching. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just being real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else you guys got? It's there's so much, but this. like, yeah, I feel like the biggest takeaway is when you just agree is don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Not a sign of weakness. Not at all. It's actually, in my opinion, now looking back, it's a sign of strength. 100%. Yeah. You know? um, and find your village mm-hmm. of helpers. Cause it does take a village. Mm-hmm. And as you get out of those seasons, be, a good steward of your memories and your stories to younger mamas. Mm-hmm. I love I think it. Those are some powerful things to recap on. I think so too. I mean, I think everything kind of stems from them. I agree. And I still stand firmly. If a mama posts something about her having a bad day and we see it, we're coming for you. Yep. I know the bad moms is really our initials, but we can get real bad if we need to. Yeah. I mean, that was my point in, in saying that you're not always going to like your child because they're going to do something that is just, Mm -hmm. that has caused your bad day. And, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And you don't have to judge people for it because it's going to happen. It's going to happen to all of us. Just today. Jace walked out to go to school with orange shorts and a green shirt. And I could have, and I could have really let that bring me down. I wanted to because I had a perfectly beautiful outfit chosen for him. And he did green shirt, orange, orange shorts. Go on. You go for you. Yep. Go for it. You know what? This is the power of that little baby. That now is going to become a trend. He is a trend center. Right. 
He's I love it. He's right. Mm -hmm. This is this is where we we can only plan so much because we don't know who our children will become. And that's Mm -hmm. he reminds you of that every single day. He's so goofy. My Um, son loves, which I'm okay with this, loves his Halloween PJs. When we ask him what he wants to wear, he wants to wear his Halloween PJs. Nine chances out of ten. I'm okay with it. You want to wear Halloween PJs? No, that's right. Do it. I love that. And it will be super sad when he outgrows them. Just FYI, I'm in a different season. So I'm telling you to prepare for that and you're going to save them Mm -hmm. because you're going to have that amazing memory of it. Um, And at his age, like they just get taller and thinner so they can wear those a long time. They just will get shorter and shorter and shorter. So you'll get some extra time, but just know, like have that, that plan. You need new ones on order in the next size. Yes. Done. Yes. Absolutely. And then they still won't be the same because they won't be like, like worn in. Yeah. Mm. Oh God, those, that age is so sweet. Mm-hmm. I just love them so much. It's hard, but it's so sweet. It's very hard. It's hard every day, but it's worth it. I love your toddler showing. I don't think I've it's ever used that phrase. <laughs> every day. Your toddler showing. That's so no. cute, though. Okay. So cute. No. <laughs> That's very toddler-like <laughs> mm-hmm. for him to follow yeah. it up with a no. I love it. So, I mean, any final final words to this conversation? I mean, we started it taking care of the double chins that we oh, instantly yeah. got from children. I mean, about. let's be fair. I had mine before I had kids. I'm not going to blame that on them. I'll blame all this gray hair on them. Oh, you oh, mean you all this? You can't really see it right now, but it's coming in good. Yeah. And I say that with like as a compliment because I know you're working on that spot. So I'm, for our listeners, I'm not saying that to be insulting. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually coloring all it. of my gray hairs to right here, please. I'm um, I'm coloring my hair on Wednesday. I'm giving it. Oh, jealous. So I'm working on this as well. I do not have a date set down. I also Ooh. don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm getting closer. Yeah, I'm giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm just, I'm bored and it's getting more and more gray every single day, which I don't, I truly don't mind, but I'm just, I'm bored. So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of cutting it all off, which was the the urge that I had, because this is what I do, what you do. Um, and I have worked so hard to get it to my, almost my shoulders. It's very close. Um, I'm like, we're just gonna, we're gonna color it. We're not gonna chop it all off. We're gonna color it. That'll, that'll satiate your boredom for a little bit. And then we can figure it out from there. Do it. I have to say, I feel like the shortcut on you is so classic, but I'm enjoying the, the fun, like kind of natural look that this longer. It really is. It's natural today, girl. Let me tell you. No, I enjoy that. It's very, um, like just carefree, like feeling looking on you. So I like really carefree as in you don't care what you look like. You rolled out the show. No, 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 I know that's not no. how you meant it. I know that's not how you meant okay. it. Okay. I'm like, no, no, that's just, just what it is. That's just no, what it is. But that's, you know what I mean though? No, I know. I'm just saying it, it was carefree for me in the sense that I literally brushed it and left my house. 
I don't, my brain doesn't understand. <laughs> does not compute. Does I feel like not compute. This is a new thing that Danielle says almost ever episode now. Does not compute. Does not yeah. compute. <laughs> I don't because, understand. Because Danielle is so, so terrible. For lack of a better word, and I don't mean this to be derogatory, like rigid. Like Yes, I am. Like, this, like there's a, there's a, there's a way and this mm-hmm. is how it's done. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't take my makeup off last night and my hair was wet when I left my house. And here I am. Look at her. Double cleanse people. <laughs> if you wear makeup, you should double cleanse. Mm-hmm. So there, there you have it. That's our B for the day. <laughs> be double cleansing. Be, be a double cleanser. Be a double cleanser. <laughs> and be a active member in all of the villages that your fellow yes. mamas need. Mm. Yep. I love it. I like that. It was good. Good talk, girls. Good yeah. talk. <laughs> I loved it. it. <sighs> well, we will be here next week for another Bad Moms in Business episode. Another fun topic coming your way. I haven't said it in a while, so I'm going to say it today. Do it. Do it, girl. Please, please, please. If you are listening, wherever you might be listening, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you are, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever platform lingo. Thumbs up. Yeah, whatever. Um, And we would love for you to rate and review us on um, the, the podcast platform that you might be listening to mm-hmm. because that mm-hmm. helps the algorithm that helps our show and we appreciate your support. Absolutely. I love it's, it. It's so helpful. I don't think people really understand how big of a deal just those simple actions really are for us as mm-hmm. a podcast. So thank you in advance for doing that. Our community. Absolutely. Is great. All right. Well, until next time, We are the bad moms and we will see you next week. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.